Welcome back to Shit Talk. It is leading in to week 13. This is the most important podcast we've ever put on. This is the most important fantasy football week we've ever had. This is the craziest week ever. Booth said it. He was, uh, it was like Magic Johnson tweeting in the group chat earlier. <laughs> this is a very important week if you look at all the matchups. Yes. Thank you, Boots. Boots, Hello, well. Boots, basically, uh, Boots basically said what I said last week, right. but in a different way and more boring. People forget forget I I started that trend. But, yeah, I am so excited for this week, mostly because I can just lay back and watch what happens. But I can't wait to see who makes it and who doesn't because I have zero clue. I mean, also, I just want – going back to Boots being Magic Johnson, I did also say a couple days ago that there were going – there was a possibility where there were six teams tied at six and six. Yeah. It's been Uh, hit on. So, yeah, but but going to what you said – you said you can sit back. You can't really sit back. You're, you're fighting for that one seed, and it doesn't really mean all that much. But to you, it, it should mean a lot. You've never had the one seed before, right? It would be nice to have the one seed. Um, as someone who you know, consistently gets in the playoffs and not have had the one seed, I think that's pretty surprising. But, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm going to be okay. I'm game planning for 15 weeks 15 and 16. I don't really care about these next two. Okay, but you're still going to watch some really good fantasy football. And let's just let's break down the standings going into it, because I think that it's it would be good to hear our analysis compared to I know when anybody else would look at the standings they'll basically just look at oh I'm six and six and have fifteen hundred and four points that's it you're not going to run down every other team and where they lead into this week because yes John plays Nick this week but the fact that that game is happening in week thirteen when John has three buys of his Tampa Bay and Carolina players it kind of sucks for him he's he's getting a a really shitty matchup there yeah um so so are we doing matchups are we just kind of like going through the storylines no we're gonna we're gonna go through the the standings and the storylines i just bring that up yeah i i would like yes um john is at seventh right now so he wouldn't even be in the playoffs if it started today right and like you said the buys are gonna hurt him but i i still think he has um he's got some cornerstones that he's got like the three guys he has in his lineup currently, because, you know, John likes to do a little deception, yep. not John. give his opponents uh, a little edge on his lineup. John is but, treating it right now like Nick is watching his practice film. <laughs> or like he, He's, like, camped out in the woods right now with binoculars watching his team practice, and he doesn't want to show them what they got. John is keeping everyone in the dark. Uh, it could be, you know, it could be Benny Snell. It could be, uh, it could be Jonathan Taylor. We don't know who's going to be in, the, in his lineup. On yeah, uh, but but let's just start at the top. Let's start with you. You are sitting pretty right now. It is you and Charlie both control your own destiny for a buy. There are scenarios in which Charlie doesn't get a buy. We'll go into mm-hmm. that a little bit later. But if you guys mm-hmm. both win, you guys both have buys, and that's great. So you two have both clinched playoff worth. There's no way that Charlie can miss the playoffs. He is a 100% no. chance of making the playoffs. I have all these numbers and the probabilities of everyone making it. Um, yeah, it basically comes down to, you know, every year, if you can get to seven wins, it's pretty much a guaranteed spot. Yep. Um, Zinc next has also clinched playoff berth. Zinc is six and six. He is the highest scoring player in the league. If he played in Will's schedule, he would be 11 and one, which is very fun to, to think about. And, you know, to be 11 and one on one schedule and six and six in real life kind of sucks for Zinc, but that's just how fantasy football works. Zinc yeah. is also has a, he, he 
this game does not matter for him at all. He is 100% in the playoffs. Even if he loses, it, he's in. I mean, there's still that bit for Zinc where if he can beat me and then Charlie can also lose, then he would be um, a one – I mean, a two seed, I believe. Yes, so he can still clinch is, a bye. But, yes, you're right. He's in the playoffs. 26.32% chance that Zinc could get the two seed. Adam, do you want to tell people where you're getting all this information? Um, I have an algorithm that I drew up with the help of Reddit. And it basically took all of our league information and crunched the numbers. So I have all the probabilities of where everyone finishes um, seeding-wise. And I also have the, um, the schedule comparisons. So if whoever had a different person's schedule, what the, their record would be. Um, it's actually pretty interesting to see because if Jeff had um, like Boots' schedule, he would be 2-10. and 10. So it's, it's funny to look at some of these. And then I also have a – it's called the, um, the playoff picker, I think that's what they call it, where I can basically play around and simulate the, the winners of this upcoming week, and it will show me the standings based off where people finish. So it's a, a lot of fun toys. I'm like uh, the, the John King right now of, of fantasy football. I'm playing around. This is my electoral college map. Um, that's a big step up for me. Because today I was blowing off work by like writing down all the scenarios on like four different post-it notes and you're over there with an algorithm on, an, well, yeah. on the internet. Yeah, I, I was showing Will before, this is bad radio, but I wrote down on the back of a old receipt all of the possible outcomes and I wrote down these percentages that I was calculating in my head and then I was like, wait, somebody definitely already can like, somebody can do this for me. So I looked it up and I did it and it saved me many hours. So um, going into, uh, we, we just talked about Zinc. Next in the standings is me. I am six and six with 1,504 points. According to the algorithm, I have a 53.12% chance of making the playoffs. I control my own destiny. Win and I'm in for sure. Lose and Parker loses, I'm also in. But if Parker wins, I need to win. It's just so crazy that, like, all of you guys at six and six. It's just like you guys literally pretty much all have 50-50 shots. Like mm-hmm. it's just you gotta win a game. Yeah, and and you can see that based off of um, based off of Parker's matchup against who does Parker play? Parker plays Charlie, and John and Nick, and also me and me and Boots. It's win and you're in. Yeah, so, the, those are uh, you you versus Boots and John versus Nick are the must watch games of the weekend. Yep, yep. Must watch. Because loser, loser is pretty certain to go home. It depends, but pretty certain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I mean, there are um, chances that it doesn't happen. We'll, we'll go into those after we analyze each team. But let's just go into it. I wrote down here, I said Jeff's record does not matter. Um, there is 0% chance of either Brian or Jeff making the playoffs at this point. And they are actually both going to be playing in the Sacco Bowl. Yeah, we got a Sacco preview this week. Yep, so. it, really, it really turns out to be kind of good with the matchups this week, how those two play each other, so the rest of the games are pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I, I actually like that a lot. Yeah, uh, going into a next is Parker. The algorithm says that Parker has a 99.92% chance of making the playoffs. Take wow, that. that's pretty Take high. That with a grain of salt. I mean, he could lose 
we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, when I, when we have bad radio later and I'm just like tapping away on this and trying to talk as I do it, but I can't really focus and do both. That's when we'll talk <laughs> about it. Um, Boots needs to beat me and he's in. That's what these numbers say. He has a 46% chance of winning. So Boots wins. He's in. He cannot make it if he loses. Yeah, Boots' rise over the last few weeks has been fun to watch. Um, he did call us out last Thanksgiving mm-hmm. for saying he wasn't a playoff team. And he, he still might not be a playoff team. Right. I don't know. Should we rub it in his face if he loses this week? Oh, yeah, 100%. It's, okay. it's exposed. Uh, but I don't really want to talk about that yet because I have to beat him first. <laughs> I'm very happy with my matchups that I have this week. Um, but we'll also talk about that later. Um, Carlson and Nick, another game we we had spoken about it. Carlson has a 51% chance of making the playoffs. Nick has a 49% chance. So it's, Jesus. that game is just too, that game decides. That is exciting. Now, if we look at the uh, the table, over that here, that is pretty much a a win and lose. You're out. Yep. I think you you and Boots have a little bit of leeway. I think probably because of the points. But um, yeah, for those two, that's. That's going to be a crazy high-stakes game. Yeah, based off, off the points, me and Parker have the most leeway um, as, as far as making the playoffs goes. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, John does and you guys, to... you guys, all, like, six of you are relatively close. I mean, yeah, I, n- I mean not, not with Zinc, at least. Zinc, but... Zinc is 100 points ahead of me. But yeah, the, the difference rest of between you... me and Nick, I'm at the top and Nick is at the bottom, is a total yeah. of – 51 points which could easily be like made up in one week week. now in all weeks besides last week where i scored 190 and there were a couple other high scorers and a couple other low scorers that doesn't really happen that much you're not going to see a lot of teams that are six and six make up 50 points in a week yeah it'd be shocking but it would be shocking even even in the uh like in, in carlson's case if carlson's looking in at a point battle with me it's going to be tough for him to make up 35 points in a week. That's just yeah. how fantasy football works. Yep. Even if he puts up 160, there's a chance that I put up 130. So, <clears throat> so um, next, let, let's just talk about some of these scenarios here. Um, I'm going to okay. go over to my big board, and I'm actually going to share my screen with you. So that yeah, we please do. It so we can talk about it together and make some bad radio. Now, <clears throat> Let's just say hypothetically that the top seed in each matchup wins. That puts me over Boots. That puts Brian over Jeff. That puts you over Zinc. <clears throat> um, Charlie over Parker. And then John over Nick. Um, what the, the breakdown would be as long as the points stay. We can't really judge the points, but we can. Yeah, you got to assume they stay the right. same. But let's say the points stay the same. We have two six and seven teams making the playoffs in Zinc and uh, Parker. I'm making it as a three seed. Um, John makes it as the four seed. We have me against Parker in the, the playoffs playing week one. And then we have John against Zinc. Um, and the, uh, a big, a big um, outlook there is that Charlie gets that second by uh, first round by, yep. which he might not if he loses and Zinc can beat me. Right. So. That, that's correct. Um, just a couple other scenarios that we'll run through. We don't want to do this for too long, but um, the, just because I was playing around with my thing, even if, if boots, this is the, uh, this is the 
So if if Boots beats me and I outscore mm. Parker and Parker loses, mm. then Parker doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And you guys are neck and neck in points. We're, right? we're one point off. So if we both lose and I outscore him, then I hold the tiebreaker and I make it in. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and that's really the only, like one of the only situations where I can make the playoffs when I lose. Um, just because, I mean, we can look at some of these other teams. That, like if Nick, that game, uh, Nick against John, the winner's in, and it doesn't really affect the standings all that much. Yeah. Uh, the, the games that really will affect the standings are me and Boots, and then if Parker wins or loses. That, that's, those are the two games that will really uh, shake things up because if Brian beats Charlie and Zink beats you, we look at the standings. You still have the one seed, but Zink comes there at the two. Mm-hmm. And then Charlie moves into three. I miss the playoffs with John. It's it's neck and neck at that yeah, point. And we, yeah, that's also nuts. one of those scenarios where we have no teams below 500 making the playoffs, which is kind of what yeah. I Yeah, I, I don't think I said this on the podcast yet. I might have, but I mentioned it to you before that um, anywhere from zero to two different six and seven teams can make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. There's just so many different scenarios. I love how we're all playing each other. All the playoff teams are playing each other this week. It yeah. makes for great, a it, great storyline week to follow. It is a great storyline week for this. I'm sure that besides, I mean, Jeff and Park, uh, Jeff and Brian, no, everyone's going to be glued to their phones and their computers. I know yeah, they're yeah, yeah. watching games with me, but you're going to see it all, all this week, uh, this weekend. Um, next, let, let's just go into the, um, just for fun, we'll look at the schedule comparisons and just see some of these outliers here. Like I, I know I had mentioned it before, but if Zinc had your schedule, he'd be 11 and 1. Mm-hmm. If, I had, if I had Jeff's schedule, I'd be 3 and 9. <laughs> <laughs> um, if Charlie had my schedule, he'd be 4 and 8. I'm looking at I'm looking at my column here, and I ranged from anywhere to from nine to four wins. That's crazy. It's um, just I'm I don't know, some people wrong. really get fucked every year. Am I'm I reading the graph wrong. wrong? I read it wrong. Okay. Actually, no, no, I, think I, I read it right. I read it right. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. It's, it's this just, is terrible radio. This is terrible radio. Uh, no, this is just um, us trying to figure out how to read graphs, and it turns out the lines <laughs> are the same. <laughs> <laughs> the x and y axis are the same thing yes um yeah but maybe i'll i'll drop this um some screenshots of this in the group chat just for other people to look at but um so some other yeah, that actually that would be a great idea so they can follow along while we're talking to them all yeah. three of them all three listeners of this podcast yeah uh <laughs> no we actually we generally have six or seven which which i like um, okay. If Parker had your schedule, he'd be nine and three. Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. That was me last year. Last year, I scored the most points. And I ended up with the fifth seed, I think. Like, it just, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. We also had had some ties, which is cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I'll stop the share and we'll, we'll do. I don't really think we have too much else to talk about, but I guess we can go through each game now. We can analyze the teams. Is that okay? I think we should. We no, definitely. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's okay on this episode. This is a big okay. episode. All right. Um, let's start off. Let's start off. We're not even going to talk about um, 
Brian and, and Jeff, that game really means nothing to anybody. Um, yeah. So l- let's go into um, let's go into your matchup with with Zinc because I think that's okay. a really really interesting one to break down. Just and it's not super important. It's not super. Important. It's a little important, but it's not super important. Right, right. That there are things that are important about it, but the the big part about it is that you two are two powerhouses in this league, and you could both score 150, 160, or ninety. So, yeah, more I, more. That's more of my side of the line. Right. You guys have both <laughs> for the, this whole season have been boomer bust. They're. There have been weeks where Zinc scores 180, and then the next week comes back with 77. And you really see it this week. And I, Zinc is getting a really tough matchup this week for him with all of his injury question marks. I know that most of these guys are going to wind up playing. But yeah. He's got some, some injury problems going into the playoffs. Yeah. And just because of that, I, I think I'll, I'll give you the edge here, even if we have said it all season that Zinc has more, probably the best roster in the league. But best starting lineup, I would agree with that. The best, the best starting lineup in the league, but right now with them not being at 100%, your team is damn good. Yeah, it's I, – I have some good matchups this week, and, you know, my, my number one running back is questionable. He might not play in Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. So that would hurt, and obviously I don't really have a third running back to throw in there. That would give me good production. Um, so that's something I'm monitoring, but like I said, I don't, I don't need to stress about that because none of my games really matter for the next two weeks. Yeah, I'm, I mean that's that's fair, but I guess if we're gonna give this to you, I, I would probably handicap it at you're a favorite, you're you're a road favorite this week, um, probably a ten point favorite. I would say it's one thirty three to one twenty three is a a safe yeah. bet here. I I still think uh, Zinc's talent will win out. Um, he did beat me pretty good our first matchup. Just has a good starting lineup. Yeah, I no, I, I agree. Um, next, I have to switch to my phone here to look at these because my ESPN Fantasy is currently frozen. Um, so I'm going to pull up my phone. This is bad radio again. This is a bad radio episode. Let's talk about um, let's talk about the Charlie Parker game because that's another team, another matchup where Charlie can't miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So. Parker's in a good spot here, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. with, with Arizona playing against the Rams and a good defense and Mostert playing against Buffalo, Charlie has some very difficult matchups ahead of him. And, I mean – I think – you know, I, I think you're right. I think this is – I mean, we, we all know Charlie's been, for the majority of this season, in first place. He's had – dominant positions all throughout his lineup from quarterback to kicker um but he has been really struggling like struggling as much as anyone has this season in the yeah. last couple of weeks yeah he's had, uh, he's had a bad rough couple of weeks and now I'm, I'm also looking at it on the other side now and Parker doesn't have good matchups this week either I I have I mean Parker's getting his guys back he's getting Eckler I think David Johnson will play so he's getting his guys back, but really the only player that scares me on his lineup is Derrick Henry, and it scares me a whole lot. Yeah, but, and, but I don't, I don't know. It's it's hard to see those other players. Like his receivers are good, but they're not great. Right, they're they're nobody that I. I mean, you don't you look at my team and you're scared of the receiving core. I don't look at his receiving core like I look at mine. That's yeah, and this is obviously, I don't know. 
I, I, I don't want to regret saying that, but neither do I. I know it's just, that, a, it's I, just the truth. And Derrick Henry has a sick playoff schedule. It doesn't matter though, because I know that Parker's not going to listen this week. He said he told me that he's being very superstitious. <laughs> um, if I just wanted to pull up a quote from Parker, he was he was very nervous. I I told him I I was trying to get him hyped up, and he said I was going to chirp Charlie for losing to Jeff last week, but I didn't want bad karma this week. <laughs> that is what what Parker said, and I hope but, that. Is, uh, you know, that speaks to what we've been saying, though. Let's dive into Charlie a little bit, because I think he is the most – I think he deserves to be talked about more than anyone in this league at mm-hmm. this moment, because his team has been so good this year, like probably up there with some of the best teams in this league's history for stretches at a time. But then, you know, you have weeks like last week when it's, you know, coming down to crunch time and he loses to Jeff. Yeah, and, you know, I know that Charlie's already clinched a playoff spot, but this is the kind of Charlie that we've been that we've been talking about and joking about for years before this. This is the yeah. the char- this is the 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 Brian chapter of Charlie. Like we we've seen shades of Brian come out in Charlie over the years of just like choking when it really matters, and I think that that's kind of what's been happening here. Yeah, I mean he's had you know less time in the league, but this has been by far his most dominant year, and he's still only seven and five, and I think. You know, injuries have something to do with that. But also, all the guys who are kicking ass in the first eight weeks have slowly regressed, including Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, Kyler Murray. Like, we all kind of knew that was going to happen, though. They, they started we off. We did. They were having fantasy years of the ages. And now, I mean, they're still playing well. Don't get me wrong. Kyler Murray had a dud of a performance last week. But he's going to turn it around. He's going to come back. And it sucks for Charlie because he has guys like Tyler Lockett who can go up for 50 points one week, mm-hmm. but the majority of the time they're only giving him three to six points. Like, yeah. you know, and what do you, what are you supposed to do with that? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, really tough. it's hard. And that's why he's going to, it's going to be really fascinating to see his decisions yeah. throughout the next three weeks. Yeah, it, it definitely. And I think that the, the one person that needs to buy a week the most is Charlie. I think so too. Just to like, start figuring out who he can count on in, a, in his lineup. Yeah, it'll give him a good, like, chance to watch some film and catch up. Um, let's talk about, just because I want to I wanna showcase me, uh, we'll, we'll, okay. talk about, we'll talk about John and Nick um, next, just because, number one, okay. I can't even, like, look at this lineup and, like, kind of have a prediction because we don't know who John's going to play. <laughs> but also, this game, this game, for the most part, doesn't really do much for the, the final standings, I don't think. This is more of a um, – This is just – Between like, the two of them. This is a win and in. Yeah, and it it's not a high end. Like, I don't think the winner of this game, I mean, depending on scenarios, advances very – I mean, in terms of seeding. I don't think they get into the top four. I think it's either five or six. I could be wrong, and it uh, depends on scoring wrong. as well. I'll tell you why you're wrong. Okay, um, I, didn't, I didn't know. John has – actually, I mean, John and Nick, they have a combined 26% chance of grabbing the four seed. Okay. Um, so – I mean, they could still squeak in there, but I guess it's just hard because both of these guys were at, you know, I would say top three or four teams through the first 10 weeks. And right. now I mean, one if, of them is going to miss. If you play back some of our other podcasts, you hear us talking about Nick's team like it's God. And we talk, yeah. you, you hear yeah. you saying how scared you were of John's team. And now one of them isn't making the playoffs. That's crazy to me. Unless, it's honestly hard to fathom that. Unless this final sco- the final score of this game is 170 to 160, one of them is not making the playoffs. And I, I really can't see a scenario in which 
that is the final score. I think that this has to be a low-scoring game. I I kind of agree. I mean, Nick's team, it's it's just taking a beating. I feel bad. He doesn't have Mixon. Um, Zeke is hit or miss. Gaskin hopefully comes back for him. Yep. Todd Gurley, who knows if he'll play. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm burping through my I mean, allegash here. The running out. I mean, for some reason, Atlanta, they love their backup running backs, and they always have. So, yeah, I mean, I can't see Nick getting more than, like, a 120 this week. It's it's really hard to see. Like you, like you said, they both need to go off in order for both of them to make the yeah. playoffs. So I and, think we will definitely be saying goodbye. Yeah, we should be saying goodbye. If you look at both of the – I mean, if we analyze – Every single starter on Nick's team right now. Josh Allen is playing San Francisco. They've had a good defense all year. He's not going to have his best week. Safe to mm-hmm. say? Miles Gaskin is pretty hit or yeah. miss. You never know what Miami's going to do on offense. Yeah. Zeke um, is Baltimore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy because two weeks ago, I would have said they were both 100% in the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. like, like we said, it's been a crazy last couple of weeks. Um, and we're all really close to each other in the standings. So it's what happens. And we knew, we knew that, you know, we, we kind of knew for a while now that Jeff, unfortunately, was not making the playoffs. And then it took a little while, but then we found out, you know, Brian's, you know, not making it either. But mm-hmm. we knew there was going to be two other spots. And there wasn't any two teams that were definitely out of the playoffs. So yeah. I don't know. It had to be somebody. And yeah. it's going to be one of let's them. Just, let's just clear this up before we get into any arguments about this later. The Sacco Bowl is the first week of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. None of it. None of the other games matter. It is just yeah. the first week of the playoffs when Brian will be facing Jeff. The winner doesn't have to do a three, five, seven, nine, or whatever we decide to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be an interesting night whenever that yeah. happens. Yep. So let's move on. I, I do think that John wins that game. I I do too. I do too. That's really just a guess because I don't know who's starting. But you mean we we can assume, and I I think he's got good matchups this week. So yeah, I think I think we can hand it to him. And then let's just let's talk about me against Boots this week. This is a, yeah. a really, I think a lot of people would describe this game as an unlikely playoff preview. Like yeah. nobody, nobody, if you asked the other eight people in the league if this matchup would mean anything. They would have laughed at us. Well, I mean, I don't remember exactly how you started the year, but I remember thinking, I think you lost the first game, and I was like, all right, I don't think Adam is going to be very good again. He's probably going to miss the playoffs. I started the year, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. Okay. Well, either way, I wasn't like, I don't know. I just didn't have a lot of high hopes for you. And I want you you to do well because you're my friend, but I really didn't think you were. I drafted a candidate in the the fourth round. (laughs) The fact that both of you are fighting for a playoff spot and that there's a good chance that both of you can get in, mm-hmm. that's just like – that's crazy to me. I don't know. Yeah, no. I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited too. I – now, if we look at years past, for me, I've never really been in this position. I've either been in last place or first place. Like, I, there, there's never been a, a spot where I've been yeah. in a, a win and I'm in situation. I've always yeah. clinched before the last week of the season. No, you're right. You're never a bubble team. You're never, never a bubble, a bubble team. team. So it's really fun for me. I, I'm, 
I'm trying to like play strategically. Some of my waiver moves have been like weird that I'm okay. trying to do for this week. Okay. So I, I don't, I don't really know. I, I, but I've been analyzing it. I've been looking at this, this matchup and I don't know. I, we have, let, let me, let me offer like a third party here. Yeah. Um, Clearly, when you look at the projections, you're like, okay, that's a crazy difference because Boots is only projected for 110. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, why the hell is that? And I didn't realize James Conner is projected out this week. I mean, I guess I should have realized it because he's on the COVID list and he's a former cancer survivor and they have a quick turnaround, so it makes sense. But I don't what – is, what is Jacob going to do without James Conner? I mean right. – I mean, he could start I, J.K. Dobbins, but we don't even know if he's going to play because he was on the COVID list. So right now he has Jordan Wilkins in his RB2, which, that I will, mean, if you ask me, that, that is not a playoff move right there. That will change. I, that, I, that, I know that that will change. Okay. And well, I, regardless, regardless, who are you most scared of this week? Because it's probably just Devontae Adams. Deshaun right. Watson it's, lost it's Will Fuller and Adams. his – Yeah. It's just Devontae Adams, but I'm, I'm kind of happy – that at least I have Aaron Rodgers to counteract Devontae Adams' points. Exactly. I think, and I don't, I don't mean to sound like, I'm not trying to put boots down or anything, but it's very hard for me to see you losing this week. Just because of, I like, like you said. Jinx. I, I don't like the jinx, but I look at the matchups, and I think the team that I match up best against in this league is boots, just because of uh, his top player. Yeah. His his guy his guy no, is going to go off with Devontae Adams, and a hundred percent. And if fantasy Adams goes off. That means that Aaron Rodgers goes off. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's why I say what I said. Like in fantasy, it's really hard to find those little edges. But a quarterback that you have, and an opponent's receiver, like you know, that's that's your one. That's one of the few advantages you can get over an opponent each week, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's literally perfect for you. It's a clutch timing for that. Yep. Um, and I'm pretty sure the Eagles are tough against receivers i i could be wrong let me they are. They are. let me look into that the eagles okay. have been good against receivers and they've been shitty against running backs they they gave up 170 yards to the browns they gave they've done if you look at my matchups you see david montgomery against detroit detroit's mm-hmm. run defense is shit aaron yep. jones against philly philly's run defense is shit justin jefferson yep. against jacksonville their pass defense is shit DK actually actually Philly is good against the run dude they're eighth they're eighth but if you look at the past performances of running backs they've they've torn through the the line there I mean besides besides when um Seattle went in and played but they don't really run the ball that much so Mm -hmm. I I'm I'm not too worried about that game the the DK Metcalf game I'm kind of worried about but I, I, mean, I, I think it's going to be interesting for you going forward because I think you have a couple, a few different guys to choose from going now mm-hmm. for your flex position. Now that Fuller's out, I mean, you have, you have Michael Thomas, you have Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, you might have DJ Chark AP. It, it's kind of going to depend on the matchups, I think. So I'm, I'm interested to like, see what you do the next few weeks. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm really happy with the depth that I was able to, kind of string together I, I would never have thought that I mean two first round picks would be maybe not even starting on my team in the playoffs in <laughs> Clyde and, and Michael Thomas so yeah. I mean you never know what's going to happen in the fantasy season I know we've talked a lot about me um, but 
I, I do think there's a lot of juice behind this matchup. And No, I, I am actually – I had no idea. I haven't been looking a lot today, but I didn't realize Boots was in such – you know, he's, he's got a little – you know, he's got a little mountain to climb here. It's kind of yeah. a, the one thing that a little I'm, bit worrisome. The one thing that I really hate about this game, this matchup, is that if you look, besides Baltimore's defense, my team is done at 4 o'clock on Sunday, and he's got, he's got a Monday game. He's got a Monday defense. And if he does wind up starting yeah. somebody from the Dallas or Baltimore game, he's got a Tuesday afternoon game. And That's going to that be the worst. Dude. terrifies me. I'll be on the edge of my seat for the next, for like, what is it 72 hours straight i i think i mean you're right you're 100 percent right about that but i'm not sure it's even going to be that close and i know i know you don't want to hear that but i just i no, don't see it I really mean, i mean yeah we, we don't know what the <clears throat> indianapolis's defense has been good and without fuller we don't know what the houston offense is going to be so yeah deshaun we don't know i traded boots antonio gibson he's been a stud yeah um He's been traded three times this year, Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Um, um, I, I heard everybody thinks they're selling high. He was a throw-in with uh, Aaron Jones to get the, uh, the stud running back Kenyon Drake. <laughs> he was a throw-in. He was a throw-in. And I know – I mean, I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but if you, if you, like, go back each level of that trade, I traded Terry McLaurin to Parker for Gibson and, like, to Sean Jackson. Then I traded Gibson and Jones to you for Drake. Then I traded Drake for Justin Herbert. So pretty much Terry McLaurin for Justin Herbert through like four different levels. It's been kind of crazy. And you can kind of say the same thing about Wolf Fuller. I think he's been traded a few times too. Yeah, I wound up um, getting him for I don't remember. Uh Galladay and like a running back from John, I think. I, I can't remember exactly. I, yeah, I don't I don't recall the whole trade and it's not there. Um, but the Justin Jefferson trade that you guys made fun of me for has turned out to be pretty nice. When I, <laughs> no, I no, you, Fournette straight up for Justin Jefferson. You were right about that. Justin Jefferson um, has has been very good, better than I thought this year. Yeah, but, um, right, but cut it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should yeah. should we offer like one bold prediction because we have a lot of? Yeah, we I don't want to get too long here. I don't want to get too while, long. But yeah, go. You go ahead with one, and then I, I think I got a decent one. Okay, let's see. My bold prediction is that Zinc clinches the second by Charlie is the three seed, and then semifinals, I am going to predict it's Charlie versus Zinc, which have been the two highest scoring teams this year, and I think that'll be a great game. You see, my, my bold prediction is kind of similar to that, but it's Zinc clinches the two seed, and then Charlie loses in the first round of the playoffs. Ooh, I mean, it, it's it's so weird with Charlie because his team is so hit or miss. And if Breeze isn't back by that time, is Kamara even going to be like a top twenty back? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard. It's it's tough for Charlie. Uh, just before we go, I'm going to uh, just going back to this playoff odds graph. The most likely matchup that you will see in the playoffs will be Zinc against Parker, and then me against John. That's what the numbers say, and numbers never lie. Until, okay. Yeah, we definitely got to send those screenshots out too. Yeah, I'll send them out. Um, really excited for this week. I'll yeah. send an. I'll extend an open invite. Um, if anybody wants to come to Bobby V's in Stanford, and you're listening to this podcast for this long at this point, you're more than welcome to on Sunday for football. Me, Parker, and Will will be there. Feel free. 
Until then, love you guys. Everyone, good luck. Love you guys.